God said, I need somebody willing to get up before dawn, milk cows, work all day in the fields, milk cows again, eat supper, then go to town and stay past midnight at a meeting of the school board. So God made a farmer. My administration will be focused on three very important words. Jobs, jobs, jobs. This must be a minister, a social worker, a diplomat, a tough guy, and a gentleman. And of course, he'll have to be a genius because he'll have to feed a family on a policeman's salary. From this day forward, it's going to be only America first. America first. We, the citizens of America, are now joined in a great national effort to rebuild our country and restore its promise for all of our people. Because today, we are not merely transferring power from one administration to another, or from one party to another. But we are transferring power from Washington, D.C., and giving it back to you, the people. Hold on to your seats. Buckle up for safety. You are now entering another dimension with The Scott Adams Show. And that's right. My name is Scott Adams. You're listening to The Scott Adams Show. And I want to thank everybody for tuning in today. Thank you. And I'm joined by Leonor Cravota. Hello, Leonor. Good morning, Scott. Hello, hello. So this is really your your going to be your standard schedule now, right? Yeah, Fridays, it's Fridays um, but maybe not even every Friday. It's going to depend, you know, huh? But but we're but maybe you'll show up on another. And day. maybe I might show up on a Wednesday one day. So yeah. scheduling conflicts. Yes, but, you know, a lot of activity going on to promote bugle calls, so can't be in 10 different places at the same time. Nope. She's a traveling uh-huh. woman. <laughs> I love that song, actually. <laughs> um, so, uh, all right. So we have uh, a lot of uh, different things to talk about. It turns out that, um, you know, I posted up on my Twitter. I said, Master Plagiarizer. Quid pro Joe Biden, who spent a lifetime plagiarizing and taking credit for other people's work, is now taking credit for the ceasefire in the Middle East, even though it was negotiated by Egypt. Right. Somebody that, uh, the guy who runs Egypt, LCC, um, is hated by the radical Islamic jihadi, named Erdogan, who heads up a NATO nation called Turkey. And together, Obama and Erdogan, you know, basically endorsed the Muslim Muslim Brotherhood and Morsi to overthrow Mubarak, who was pretty much running Egypt in a stable way. Um, You could even make the argument that Gaddafi was running Libya at the time in in a fairly stable way. Um, you know, I'm not vouching for any one of those people. Um, but what I am saying is it wasn't a bad road to go. It wasn't a bad road to hell. And um, they were getting along. But there was some stability there until Obama showed up with his Cairo speech and his apology tour and his America last agenda. And all of a sudden, next thing you know, Mubarak, all, all these different nations, Syria to the north of Israel, um, Egypt to the south of Israel, and then Libya as a conduit going into Africa, 
and all of these different uh, st- stabilizers in the region that have been ruling maybe with an iron fist, maybe in violation of human rights, but it was their human rights, you know, it was their, the way that they were, they were rolling. And, and we can't expect that they're going to endorse and embrace and be capable of and even have the capacity for a Jeffersonian type of uh, uh, republic, yep. right? Yeah. You know, it's not going to work like that. Um, you know, we can we can go all the way back to Sykes and Pico and the Ottoman Empire collapse in the World War One, for crying out loud. But let's just keep it real. Let's keep it now. And the idea is that methinks that a lot of the foreign policy that's going on right now has something to do with Barack Hussein Obama, America hater, America last guy, and his henchman uh, that looks like um, Lurch. Uh, what's his name? John Kerry? No, uh, oh, John Kerry. You're calling him Lurch <laughs> in homage to the Adams family. Yes, the actor Ted Cassidy who played Lurch on the yeah. Adams family. He looks like Lurch. Yeah, he except does. for when he's crashing his, uh, you know, road bike. Well, that's just a sign that people at a certain point should maybe not be on bikes. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, um, but he's too cool for school. You know, he and Jane Fonda. You know, just to love um, hating America back in the '60s, and they still hate America. Um, but in any case, we have this destabilized. So what did Trump do? Trump came in and basically said, hey, look, I want Abbas and the Palestinian Authority and Hamas, you know, who is basically one, one and the same uh, Palestinian Authority and Hamas. Don't, don't be confused. I mean, because Hezbollah and Iran are kind of, you know, joined at the hip uh, because they're... Uh, you know, not Sunni, they're Shia, right? Yeah. So Hamas is more Sunni. Um, and then you have the conflict in, in Yemen with the Houthis, also aided and abetted by Iran, right? So what do we do? We just go ahead and say, oh, let's go ahead and, you know, after the Abraham Accords and all the successes that we had, let's go ahead and reduce the sanctions, uh, for Iran and allow them to go to Vienna and to negotiate new oil deals for the world and enrich themselves and put all the pieces back together, allow them to get their nuclear weapon, allow them to get uh, their footing and back on the track of hating America and hating Israel. Uh, you got to wonder, you know, how anti-Semitic can you possibly be, right? I don't think Hitler was as anti-Semitic as Joe Biden's administration. Or at least the radical fringe of the left, uh, which is half of the left. I mean, we're talking about the squad. We're talking about Ocasio-Cortez and Ilhan Omar and all these people that uh, Mitch McConnell actually said it just about right. He said half of the Democrat Party is uh, sort of anti-Israel. And then there's the other half that absolutely is anti-Israel and hates Israel and anti-Semitic, downright anti-Semitic. And... And uh, guess what? So is China. There's reports coming out. uh, Israel is calling out China for being anti-Semitic. So in any case, the Democrat has aligned themselves with the Chinese uh, party. And in addition to that, uh, I think that the Nancy Pelosi wing of the Democrat party is actually afraid of the radical fringe left wing of the uh, Democrat party, which is actually growing in proportion. 
Well, because when, well, when you think back, I mean, historically, so many Jewish people voted Democrat. And to now see the party turned on its head and see the, shame the party. Shame on Chuck Schumer. Well, exactly. Shame on Chuck Schumer is right. And we also saw tea leaves, to use your expression, with Bernie Sanders a few years ago when I believe he was uh, the only presidential candidate at the time who didn't show up at APAC. I mean, so there are. So there, this has been going on for a while. So, so I am not surprised that we see more Jews going Republican. So 250 days ago, we had the Abraham Accord, right? Somewhere in that neighborhood, 260 days maybe. And, and I'm telling you, things were going smooth. Despite all that Obama did, destabilizing forces in Egypt, destabilizing Syria, uh, all at the behest of you know, black market arms trading uh, going on. Uh, there, we're even seeing some some uh, news today about some weapons deals that are, you know, going on in the black market. But Lindsey Graham, you know, has been a big uh, part of these um, side deals. So, like for example, when Obama would give Ukraine pillows and blankets, and everybody was up in arms saying. All you're giving them is pillows and blankets? That's insane. That's ridiculous. That's crazy. But How there's can a they deal. fight with pillows and blankets? But there is a deal going behind the scenes that says, you know what? I'll sign off on your pillows and blankets all day and Sunday. So long as you don't give them, what, javelin missiles to blow up the Russian tanks or some other thing? As long as you don't give them the weapons... Because we got a side deal. We got something else going on there. John McCain and me, if I'm Lindsey Graham talking, right? Yeah. And Lindsey Graham, John McCain, Amy Klobuchar, you know, all were in bed with Poroshenko. So there is that thing going on. And that, that also was going on in Syria. Why do you think that Lindsey Graham was so upset when Jamal Khashoggi died, got killed? Right? Why do you think that Lindsey Graham, because he doesn't care about anybody but himself, why do you think Lindsey Graham cared so much about Trump wanting to pull out of Syria? What are we there for? We're spending trillions of dollars to save what? What are we saving? I mean, it's not like Russia didn't just sign a 50-year lease on their uh, naval base called Targus. Yeah. No, they did. And in fact, they weren't going anywhere. That was their investment. That's their stronghold. Since the Assad family took power in, in the 70s, Russia has been in bed with Syria and the Assad kingdom. And that's just the way it is. Alawite Shias running a Sunni nation. Yeah, you got to have gun control. you got to have what? But Russia was part of the enforcement for Syria to stabilize. And Russia liked it because that was their base. We had other regions. We had some, some of Turkey, although they were lacking cooperation. We had uh, relations with Saudi Arabia and, and some of the Gulf states. Uh, we had our own partnerships going on. We had Israel. And, of course, Israel is the only democratic power in the Middle East. And, you know, Obama waltzes in with his apologies and America last agenda and destabilizes, overthrows Mubarak with a Muslim Brotherhood guy named Morsi. And now we got El-Sisi. And both Obama and Erdogan don't recognize el-Sisi as the leader of Egypt. And so naturally, when Egypt goes and brokers a peace deal, you get Bozo the Clown, Joe Biden, 
on national TV last night taking credit. I was on the phone with all my staff, and uh, we were, you know, working in negotiation and diplomatic channels. You know, all this stuff that really didn't, uh, I don't think it had a lot of integrity to it. No. Because Egypt was the one that was brokering the deal. Yet Joe Biden, the guy who plagiarizes everybody and takes it credit as if it's his own words, did it again. Yeah. And you, where is our national press? Where is it? Where is our national press? Why are we, why is it happening that we are allowing this monster that's collapsed our oil and in, in energy independence, that has cost us oil lines because on day one, he knocked 11,000 people out of work by dismantling the Keystone Pipeline. A pipeline, everybody agrees now, even his energy secretary is in agreement that pipelines work the best, yet we still have to cater to Warren Buffett's trains and a whole bunch of uh, uh, non-green trucking uh, of oil when you compare it to pipelines, and so on and so forth. So here we are with a liar-in-chief uh, basically just a bozo the clown that's taking credit for things he shouldn't be taking credit for. And where is our mainstream media? Where is our press? You know, it seems like the only person that's asking any decent questions in the White House correspondence room is Peter Ducey. I love Fox Peter Ducey because he really is very to the point and he, you know, when you see him there, he doesn't come across like an attack dog. He's he's firm with his questions but, you know, when you but see him... But he's them, polite. He's not... He's polite. He's, oh, that's what I meant. He doesn't come across like some of these uh, liberal reporters. They're just downright rude. I mean, we saw how they were approaching the, the pr- press secretaries in the Trump administration. Some of them were horrible. That Amishi person and a few other people, whereas he is always polite, you know, like his father. He's always polite, but he's tough. He doesn't he doesn't back down. Now we we've had an opportunity to be in the same room with him a couple of times. His yeah. demeanor and his uh, he's not he seems like a humble kid. Yeah, he's not he's Minds not full his of own it. Business he's not full and, of himself. Yeah. Yeah, and, and, and that's the problem is there's so many people this is something that you see a lot of in D C. There are so many people that are full of themselves. And you can tell by their swagger, the way they're their gauge, you know, the Exactly. But, you know, there's been more and more negative press about Joe Biden, some of which is emerging from the, the left because they're, he's being described as being into all this detail yet uh, and making people go through a lot, of, uh, a lot of hoops for him to make a decision. You know, he's getting um, micromanaging is what, you're, what I'm starting to hear. Well, apparently that whole thing about the truck – and him not driving. Yeah. I think Gateway Pundit may have missed the story on that because uh, apparently Ford came out and said, no, there was only one steering wheel in the truck. Yeah. I don't know what's going on. But, you know, the thing is, one thing we have to be, I like the Gateway Pundit, but yeah. you got to be, you got to be right. You know, you in this business, you really do have to be right. And, What bothers me a lot is on the right, we have these, um, you know, theories that never seem to prove to be true, Mm -hmm. right? And uh, that's as harmful and as bad as anything else. Exactly. You know, because you don't want to make a fool of yourself. 
and you don't want to make a fool of your team. Well, it's and the you people. don't want to make a fool of your your agenda and your side of the aisle. Well, it's like the people. It's not just about one individual. It's about um, a, a, an entire process, an entire a, a movement. Exactly. And, it, and when you discredit the movement, you're discrediting something bigger than yourself. It's like the people who kept saying, yes, Donald Trump is going to come back and become the president. You know, I mean, some of those right now, you know, and then the people who were saying that they just make everybody else look stupid. No, and I think that it's a fair question. And uh, Katie, Ho- Katie Hobbs, I think, out in Arizona was asked. They're, they're on a break, by the way, out in Arizona. Yeah. They got these graduations going on. Oh, you in mean Arizona. Arizona in terms of the voting? AZ audit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but what I wanted to say there is that, you know, there is this question going around. What happens? Like, oh, let's just let's just let's just do a hypothetical. Mm-hmm. OK, the AZ audit completes its 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 mission and they find all kinds of voter fraud. And next thing you know, Michigan does. And um, and Georgia gets on and said Georgia looks at what Arizona found and said, OK. They found it. Let's see if we had that Mm -hmm. plague going. Let's see if we had that cancer going on here. And Michigan says, let's see if we have uh, that same malignant tumor going on here. Let's see. And Wisconsin says, yeah, let's go ahead and take that and look at that and see if that kind of um, because we never looked into that. Right. So they look into it and they do a snapshot of where they suspect, like Philadelphia or Pittsburgh or Wayne County, like in Detroit, or um, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, or Atlanta, Georgia. Wow. Every one of those states is predominantly run by black people and uh, Democrats. Yeah. Uh, Why is it that the Democrats and the Marxists, the black people who call themselves Marxists, are the ones that are actually in hot zones where fraud existed? Why is it? I think it's terrible for black people, which, you know, I want to see every population do great. I don't want to be segregated. I want to be integrated. It's the Democrats that want to segregate and divide us because they see us as being weaker when we're fighting each other. But I have a feeling that a lot of these, you know, Agitators, these Black Lives Matter groups that have gotten to be so powerful are actually impacting policy in a way that's not healthy for America. Absolutely. And we're seeing it also in the hotbed centers uh, where they've exploited. I think it's white people like Eric Coomer, who is one of the senior officials over at Dominion, that is actually using black people and exploiting them because he knows that if he dangles some carrots in front of them, money, and pays them. And let's let's not forget about Mark Zuckerberg, the Facebook guy. Again, tries to call himself some sort of liberal, but he's really a fascist that wants to overthrow a government with rigged elections, which is why he spent $400 million doing it. And he gets involved and he exploits these poor communities. And he dangles carrots in front of them. Carrots being money. Well, that's an old playbook that's gone on since the beginning of time. We'll give you a phone. We'll give you the internet. We'll do this. We have friends that were working the streets on election day 
in Philadelphia. And they told us firsthand. And most of the people that were working some of these precincts that were highly corrupt and doing illegal things like putting up signs and, and blocking people from certain things um, and, and then blocking people from witnessing certain things, they, there was a racial component to that. And it was black people being racist against the process. And I only say that because in our next um, segment here, I want to talk about what Steve Miller and Donald Trump Jr. were just recently talking about. So Donald Trump Jr. tweets this out, and he says, there's nothing more corrupt than an investigation in desperate search of a crime. In this, if this isn't flagrant abuse of political office, I don't know what it is. What is. This is a banana republic stuff right here, and it's happening in America today. Now, Steve Miller chimed in, Steve Miller I like, and Steve Miller weighed in on that, what Donald Trump Jr. said. And Steve Miller wrote this. He said, there is a word for what we are seeing in this video. And I'm going to give you the audio here in a second. And it says, okay, there's a word for what we're seeing and hearing here. It's called fascism. The American system of law is under assault by radicalized progressives who see it as a weapon of vengeance, not an instrument of justice. Where the law ceases to be equal and impartial, the people cease to be free. It took not just centuries, but millennium for wise minds, courageous thinkers, and civilized nations to produce the legal heritage that we inherited and lifted to its summit. Yet extremists are working feverishly to rubbish in, in but, it, it, but a few years what societies refined over thousands. Okay, so it's a kind of a play on words there. It says, and lifted to its summit, yet extremists are working feverishly to rubbish in what but a few years what societies refined over thousands. You can destroy, you know, you, you, it could take decades to build a huge, beautiful building. And it could take um, a month to destroy it. It could take it could take a day. True. Notre Dame was burned. Was and built and over de- over centuries. Built and rebuilt. Yes. Man. But not just the way, not just the physical structure of it being built, but the um, the history of it. The history, the cultural uh, relevance. Exactly. Exactly. That yeah. takes centuries to yeah. build because of reputation. And it's, it's it's what it stands for, what, what it it's signifies, force in history, its what place it in literature. Through. I mean, think about World what, War Two, for yeah, example. Yeah, exactly. You know the, that it, it was a symbol. It was something that was written about in in books. I mean, we it's very prominent. But it took a day, right? I, with I guess Michelle was sitting out on the, on the river, yeah, uh, tame, yeah, and uh, uh, River Sen, Sen, River Sen, <laughs> tame, the is tame is England. England, yeah. So the River Sen, and. Uh, Watching it burn. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Um, but uh, Stephen Miller continues. He says, Our rights, laws, and liberties are only words on a page without leaders, citizens, and a culture devoted to their maintenance. The transcend- This transcends party and politics. Do not sacrifice this heritage lightly. It, e- it is easy. It is easy. That's a typo. Yeah. Very hard to regain. Those removing the blindfold of justice to satisfy political hatreds will not be uh, sated. 
They will continue until the system is destroyed. Americans of conscience, liberal and conservative, must speak out against the far-left crusade to weaponize the law for political punishment. It's easy to tear down a statue. It's easy. You know, like, like there's so many. You know, I'm a Native American. I could easily cry the blues about certain statues. Right. Tear them down, I say. Right. You know, but really, you know, let it go. Let it go. There's enough space for another statue. Mm-hmm. Um, there's enough. But we, need, we can't cancel our history. We can't forget about where we came from. Once we do, we're kaput. You can't forget about the good, the bad, and the ugly. And, and you can't whitewash the history. And you know, one quick comment, um, you know, this whole thing with Lori Lightfoot and her only, when we were talking about the media, her only wanting to talk to black sad. and brown journalists. That is sad. You cannot make society look the way you want it to look. Society is people of many different uh, colors and walks of life. So to suddenly just do that type of reverse discrimination is not helpful. Absolutely. Uh, I abhor. Is that the word? Abhor? Abhor, yes. Yeah. I abhor. Uh, all discrimination. Yeah. I can't stand it. I, I don't even understand it. Yeah. Frankly, I don't look at the one beautiful thing I loved about Donald Trump. I mean, I love many, but I think one of his most beautiful things. Yeah, I think one of Trump's biggest, most beautiful things was the fact that he was the opposite of racism. He was the opposite because he never looked at skin color. He had to answer that stupid question over and over again, but he never looked at skin color. He did not look at skin. What he looked at was the person. And he hired uh, one of the first women in the business, and she ended up turning on Uh, him despite his good treatment of her. That tough woman, yes. But, you know, a lot of these people, he doesn't care. He has enough black friends to prove that he's... Not a racist. Exactly. It's just insane that people make these these things up. Just like the Democrats have constantly and forever been making up stuff uh, and blaming it on the Republicans. You know, that whole like flip, you know, um, how the Democrats, uh, who were the grand poobah founders of the KKK and who were Democrats who stood in the doorway of the two black girls that wanted to integrate into an Alabama school in Birmingham, George Wallace, a Democrat, the last Ku Klux Klan grand wizard that walked the halls of the Senate, Robert Byrd, was a Democrat, leader of the Democrat Party, praised and blessed by uh, Hillary Clinton and Joe Biden. Um, You know, and uh, all of these people, you know, Democrats. And so, you know, the, the Democrats, the, the black slavery and the black uh, segregation was alive and kicking when the Democrats were running the show yeah. in Alabama with Democrat Governor George Wallace. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, Alabama became a red state. Yeah. Mississippi became red. Louisiana red. All those states, as soon as they became red, what happened? Slavery was gone. Integration happened. Mm-hmm. You know, and all good things happened. All good things happened. Right? But they're now trying to, like, say, oh, there was a, some sort of a, a flip. 
somewhere along the Once way, they never again, have. It. I've never quite understood re- that they're argument. They're trying to rewrite history. But you've heard that argument, yeah, right? Yeah, of course, yeah. There was a, what, what did they call it? Some sort of a flip? Or I, I don't know. I don't know what the word is. A reversal? Is. A flip. Rever- I don't get it. I, I never understood it. All I understand is red means integration and, and, uh, and content of character rather than racism. And blue means segregation. Just look at what Black Lives Matter wants to do. Separate spaces, segregation. Just look at what the liberals are doing today with vaccines. Separating. We're going to talk about this new Oregon law uh, where you're going to be required to have a vaccine passport uh, to walk into an office building. Um, And if you don't, then you'll have to wear a mask. We're going to talk about that in a little while. But right now... Uh, I want to talk about what Steve Miller and Donald Trump Jr. were talking about with this. What's her name? Letitia what? Letitia James. Letitia James. Or Tish James is what her poster says. Goes by Tish. Tish. Right. She goes by Tish. Uh, but, you know, it's Letitia. Letitia. And, you know, I think she gives black people a bad name because she stands for racism. She stands for fascism. She stands for Marxism. And yet she's also in violation of her oath. And her duty. As an attorney general of the well, state, yeah. you're supposed to, as an attorney general of the state, you're supposed to actually follow the crimes wherever they lead. Not look uh, for crimes. Not try to create them. <laughs> and, and, and remove from skin color, remove from gender, remove from any biases whatsoever. And that's what you're supposed to do in law. You're supposed to just follow the crime and wherever it takes you. And you're supposed to follow the law wherever it takes you, too. <clears throat> But a, a, an investigation in search of a crime, that's a whole different story. That that's goes, what they did with the Russian hoax that's what, and found this, nothing. This goes against our Constitution and our Bill of Rights. We're supposed to be innocent until proven guilty. And that's what they did with not the Ukraine Not guilty call. until proven that's innocent. That's what they did with the impeachment hoaxes. And that's exactly what they did with January 6th. They actually uh, made up a crime. And then they tried to manufacture evidence to support their agenda. Right. But they won't release the footage. Yeah. They got thousands of hours of footage uh, of January 6th, and they won't relinquish it. The DOJ and the FBI won't release it. Yet they want to lock people that attended that event up in solitary confinement. It's crazy. So let's take a listen to Letitia... James. Letitia James. Okay. Tish James. Okay. okay, so that's one of Letitia James's constituents. Now let's take a listen to what Letitia James has to say. So I'm just one person. I say one I say one name. Donald Trump. That should motivate you. Off your ass and vote. Will, you, will you sue him for us? Oh, we're going to definitely sue him. We're going to be a real pain in the ass. He's going to know my name personally. I love it. He probably does already. He built his wealth off the backs of New Yorkers. We need to focus on Donald Trump and his abuses. We need to follow his money. We need to find out where he's laundered money. All of those transactions have happened here in New York City. Tell this president and every other individual that no one is above the law. I said the bottom line is that residents from Brooklyn who are going to really make the difference are energized. Individuals from the city are energized. Individuals who care about statewide issues are energized. Individuals who care about, again, going after Donald Trump, this illegitimate governor, president. Individuals who care about the 
about an absolute tyrannical yeah. moron, but let's continue to listen. Yeah. People in our society, and so individuals who care about this country and who care about our rights and who care about again immigrants who are hiding right now, we've got to make some noise. We've got to let our voices know. And what man needs is someone who's going to take the fight to White House at the same time representing the interests of New York. Her name is Letitia James. Running for attorney general because I will never be afraid to challenge this illegitimate president when our fundamental rights are at stake. A legal system where even the most powerful in the country cannot use a loophole to evade justice. We must do our job to ensure that the man currently occupying the Oval Office is held accountable to any and everything he has done. Wow, she sounds like a maniac. Yeah. Not a great representative for for black communities, black struggling poor communities, you know, and it's 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 again the Democrats, you know, that that are doing this sanctuary business and they're abolishing the police. Everything that could basically you could say would be a disaster for black communities is exactly what they're advancing and advocating because they want to control that population. They do not want that population to become independent. Like I always say, once black people move out of poverty, and they were doing that, they were doing that in record numbers yes. under Donald Trump. Once they move out of poverty and they become part of the working, independent thinking, uh, middle class uh, taxpayer, they would look at this woman as a crazy woman, and they would say nonsense. Now I'm voting for Donald Trump, and Donald Trump got big numbers among black people. And the point is, is that once you get that working, vibrant middle class to include Hispanics, Asians, and African Americans. And that's exactly what Donald Trump was doing. Right, and that's what and we And that's want. what they were afraid of the most. And they want to divide these people, and they want to make them victims. They want to tell the Hispanics that they are uh, being victimized. And they want to tell black people that the police are bad and that, that we should abolish the police. It's crazy thinking. And anybody who subscribes to this without thinking on their own, I question, you know, what in the world is going on in your head? And this is backwards because what you see happening on some university campuses when people are actually allowed to be on campus in the wake of COVID is that they're starting to create segregationist groups again. I mean, years ago, you had you had black organizations because people couldn't become part of the mainstream organizations. Well, we had gotten past all of that. Now, suddenly we're going back in time and we're segregating people and we're creating uh, separate um, dorms and separate halls i mean that this is not progress this is um going you know back in history and not a good part of history a bad part of history and it's all being done in the um under the name of freedom it's not freedom so on thursday uh nancy pelosi in the wake of fining all the republicans <laughs> that she could for not wearing a mask yeah. in front of a camera right on the house floor because it looks a little ridiculous finding adults because they're taking their mask off <laughs> yeah. as soon as they are done their vote right yeah or as soon as the camera's off right. of their face yeah 
they take the mask off. All right. And this is the same woman that went to the hair salon and violated all kinds of code in her own state. Months ago when things were not the way they are now, we didn't have a vaccine. Yeah, I mean, she should have been uh, reprimanded for that in some way. Although I was never a fan of the Drogodian guidances and the Gestapo police wanting to arrest you for... Uh, exercising your bill of rights. I mean, it's but crazy. it shouldn't be rule for me and not for thee. She, exactly, you know. exactly. So, uh, fully vaccinated people in Oregon must show proof of vaccination status in order to enter businesses without a mask. Now, we're seeing all these different red states, and the red states like Louisiana, well, Montana, Oklahoma, Wyoming, you know, all these different states, uh, all the red states are saying we're banning vaccine passports Texas my uh, yeah. Florida so they're 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 saying we are going to prohibit vaccine passports but then you get a state like Oregon Su- super liberal state so already you have this situation where Californians are moving to Texas and New Yorkers are moving to uh, Florida and but the problem is they're bringing their stupid votes with them it's like they're contaminating the water yeah and you would think that they're like, okay, we're leaving because, you know, our vote was stupid and our leadership sucks. So therefore, we're going to go ahead and leave the high taxes, the draconian crackdown measures, lockdown measures, and the Gestapo police. And we're going to go ahead to greener pastures. We're going to go to DeSantis or Abbott country in Texas and or, or Florida. And we're going to basically enjoy being living like an american free yeah. of all this bs right and then they say well you know what i'm a lifelong liberal and uh i'm gonna vote <laughs> Let me for find more like me yeah instead of desantis i'm gonna go with um you know uh uh who is his uh what was his name gisham or something like gillam andrew gillam andrew gillam yeah i'm gonna go with crackhead andrew gillam i think andrew like like marion barry right yeah Gets caught with a on video with a crack pipe in his mouth, doing yeah. doing a shady deal with the FBI undercover police, and all of a sudden he's the victim, right? Spending taxpayer dollars on drugs, and uh, oh, that's okay. You know, it's like we're going to vote him in again and build a statue in his honor, and that's what they did. Yeah, that that's stupid if you ask me. <laughs> you know, but stupid <laughs> and hypocritical. It's absolutely yeah. Stupid. I mean, I'm all for people getting a second life. Well, but, I look at, uh, but I look that's at, not a case where you really warrant it. As stupid as that is, yeah. I look at the Democrats leaving the shackles of their state, their liberal state, and finding freedom in a red state. Yeah, and then doubling down on stupid it's by voting libtard is absolutely insane, right? It's like, I want more of the same. You know, that's dumb, right? So, but what I fear also is that there is not going to be any migration except for conservatives in Oregon. By the way, did you hear about uh, the greater Idaho or something like that where they're in west, uh, in eastern Oregon and maybe even eastern Washington, they're thinking about uh, something like Paul Preston is doing New I California. I figured that's what you're going to say, like a separation within the They're state. They're going to do like a Little Idaho or something like that. <laughs> I, forget, I forget the name, but they're going to be basically doing some sort of an Idaho thing. Uh, I hope they succeed. But you're going to be seeing a lot of that. You're going to be seeing Texas consider themselves 
Um, uh, <laughs> Terry, uh, one of our listeners, says, Welcome to Hitlerian's, Hitlerian State of Oregon. Papers, please, and coming Yellow Star. So basically they're, they're saying, you know, like Smirkanish on CNN yeah. said, We're going to shun you. Yeah. I'm advocating for shunning people. Isn't that like something you did like in second grade yeah. in the in the playground? Or or to You don't that, you don't you you don't have the right color on today. Right. And and to the point of what Terry said from the snippet that you just read, yellow star, that sounds like uh putting the stars on the Jews during uh the Holocaust. Yeah, so, I mean, we're going to mark you. We're going to shame you. But here's where the you know remember we were talking about the flip in the south? mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Right? Yeah. Where did that come from? I don't know. It's like as soon as they started hiring Republican or electing Republican governors, the crap went away. Yeah. There was integration, not segregation. P- racism ended, you know, for, for uh, in a, in, well, it didn't end in the South, but it, it improved, right. I should say, right? Um, but in any case, um, the same thing is hold true here. So they use the masks. They say, you with the red hat, you can't wear that. That's racism. And if you do wear it, we're going to clobber you over the head with a crowbar because yeah. we're Antifa in Oregon. Right. Right? And we can do anything. In Portland, mm-hmm. we can actually set your hair on fire and kill your, your family. And the police are going to stand down right. because they, they were told. you know. And so that's Oregon, right, where Antifa runs the show over there. And that's, a, that's what they're doing there. And they were like, wear a mask. You, you're not wearing a mask is going to kill me and my family. Yeah. And I have a right, blah, blah, blah. So they were basically shunning you if you didn't wear a mask. Yeah. And now they're going to shun you when you do wear a mask. Or, or basically, they're going to basically say, if you walk into this building, show me your vaccine passport. And if you don't, you have to wear a mask. Now, everybody that's wearing a mask is going to be outed for not getting a vaccine. Right. And then they're going to be shunned that way because Smirkanish from CNN said so. Yeah. He said, we should shun people. So that's Smirkanish. That's the brain level that Smirkanish is on. How this guy had a radio show is beyond me because he's dumb. He also right? had a television show. Yeah, I know. And he still still does, I think. And he's a lawyer, too. Yeah. <laughs> I mean- He's in, yeah, but tell me that's not ignorant. Yeah, shunning people. Of course, it's ignorant. And then you got this thing called HIPAA. Yeah. Oh, oh my God, what's HIPAA? Well, HIPAA is you're supposed to have secrecy. You're supposed to have confidentiality about your health records. Well, if you have to actually wear like a mask that says I'm not vaccinated, and walk through the halls, yeah, isn't that like putting a beacon on that says, you know, I have a disease, right? Yeah. Isn't that like you know? Oh, everybody who's wearing a red hat has cancer. Everybody who's, you know, has another hat has the, you know, a different disease, right? Yeah. So it's, it's kind of stupid. It's like, where is that even legal? When you look at HIPAA, there's got to be an argument there, right? Yeah. There's got to be an argument about privacy and your health records. I don't want the world to know. And, and not only that. What if I'm doing business with some liptards and I, you know, I could really use the cash. I, I want their contract. Right. I show up with a stupid mask on, right? And they're like, ah, oh, you got a mask. You didn't get the vaccine. You don't believe. You're not a Biden supporter, right? All of a sudden, your politics comes out. Yeah. And next thing you know, you don't get the deal. Right. So 
It's like, well, we're only we're only working with people who got vaccinated. Well, well, it's because we believe forced, that's a liberal. Well, you know, it's interesting. It becomes a forced outing, and you, you know, we've talked about this for years about the situations where people are inadvertently put into situations where their political views become public, and you know, you're often told in a work environment to kind of keep your politics to yeah. yourself. Yeah. But sometimes you find yourself in a well, situation this has completely politicized where you. Find Find yourself in a situation where the other, where the liberals are the overwhelming majority in a particular place, and you're asked, like people walk around for petitions to vote for people, say, "Oh, you got to vote for so and so," and if you don't, and if you politely try to get out of the conversation, you're shunned as, because they realize you're on the other side. Right, right, and that's well, what those masks will do. You know, in the in in this new narrative about masks, as the mask has has an ever evolving life. What has happened about bringing politics into just about everything now? Like, I know, we know so many people that have gotten fired for their political beliefs. Yeah. That never used to be the case. No, that well, never you, used to be. This is, all, this is all the doing of an Obama, uh, of Obama dividing America. And conservatives are just as guilty of it yeah, as liberals. but I say this. I say shame. Yeah, that's true. But I also say shame on uh, people who allow themselves to be manipulated Mentally, that's a weak mind. Yeah, you know, I think if you're an American, you you need to uh, accept the fact that people think differently than you. Well, think about what right? unites us, not about what divides us. Well, it's and it's not just about that; it's about everybody has a right to their own beliefs. Of course, regardless of division, unification, whatever. Yeah. It, it has to do with respect and acceptance that there are so many different values and so many different beliefs and so many different ways of thinking about an idea that, you know, this whole thing about discrimination and segregation is just impossible to advance as a nation with with that at hand. And yet... We see in our Pentagon, for example, yeah. which is another story we wanted to cover before we uh, finish up the show here, is Pentagon Research Agency in, is in line for billions of taxpayer dollars it never asked for. It never even asked for the billions. Mm-hmm. And yet it's getting billions of dollars for DARPA. DARPA is this you know, way to intrude into your privacy. Yes. Right? It's, it's, it's a eavesdropping and... On steroids, it's a violation of your Fourth Amendment search and seizure protections. It's all kinds of problems with that. And and then, you know, you got this GOP guy, uh, Mike Rogers from Alabama, who basically stood up and said, he, you know, the Pentagon uh, is biased against conservatives. The Pentagon needs to concentrate on preparing to fight wars rather than imposing political beliefs on the troops. The top Republican on the House Armed Services Committee said, that's Mike Rogers from Alabama. He said he was concerned about reports of conservative voices within the Department of Defense being silenced while Pentagon leadership protects those with liberal leanings. My Republican colleagues and I hear regularly from active duty and retired service members that even holding conservative values is now enough to endanger a service member's military career. See, this is insane. This is exactly what we're talking about, Leonardo. Yeah. 
No, I agree. And, and, you know, and again, in that article, they talk about how a particular um, lieutenant colonel, Space Force Lieutenant Colonel Matthew Lohmeyer, was sacked by Lieutenant General Stephen Whiting, the commander of the Space Operations Command, because Lieutenant Lohmeyer made comments on a podcast that was critical of the Pentagon's push for diversity and, and inclusion because he argued that it was rooted in neo-Marxism, and theories that put racial tensions at the center of American history. So in other words, if you point something, point out something as being Marxist or you point out something as inciting racism, but when the other or the people on the other side are saying it promotes diversity, you're you're uh, removed from your position because you're now the racist. I mean, this is, you know, everything turned upside down. This is a reversal of what we're trying to do. We're trying to have transparency. We're trying to have a bigger tent. We're trying to have diversity of opinion. But diversity of opinion, this goes back to George Orwell, everybody's equal, but some are more equal than others. I mean, you can't um, really argue for equality when you're only saying you can only come in if you believe exactly the way I believe. Well, we were talking before the show, too. I said, you know, it's a math question. Yeah. And the math question about, well, actually, I'm changing the subject. Oh, fine. Yeah. I, I just realized. An uneven uh, pivot, yes. No, I, yeah, I just realized I did, I did a bad pivot. Um, but uh, vaccine passports, because that was where I was, I was going to play this right. clip real quick yeah. about Fauci. Well, let's just go ahead and play well, let's this. Let's play it. Yeah, let's go ahead and play this Fauci clip, uh, him supporting um, vaccine passports. It's real short. It's complicated because the people who are vaccinated could easily be on airplanes without a mask because we know you're protected whether you're indoor or outdoor. The trouble is that we don't have vaccine passports. So we don't know who is vaccinated or not. We don't know who is infected or not. So he needs them. He needs a vaccine passport. Now, his new nickname is Wuhan Fauci. Wuhan <laughs> Fauci. Yeah. I, and Tony Schaefer writes, sure, and for those who don't have the passport, make them wear a yellow star of David so they can tell who should be first to be rounded up. Right? Well, this is what my Dr. theory Kelchin? was. Yeah, absolutely. You've been talking about that for a while. Well, I've been saying two things. I've been saying that, you know, you, you, got, the yellow, you got the yellow star that shows that you haven't been vaccinated. And then we put the blood, uh, we put the black, uh, if you don't have the Black Lives Matter smattered on your door, like you, like the blood was put on the doors during Passover to protect the Jews, you're, 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 sm- you're smited there too. I mean, it's just, it's, it's amazing how we go back to our own history and we see ways in which we persecuted people in our environment by outing them or or putting symbols up to protect themselves from being destroyed yeah politica politifact quietly admits covid19 lab escape not a debunked conspiracy theory so there's it's that. not it's still out there um but what we've been talking about is the numbers their numbers um so basically what what happens is um you got this mask mandate and the reason why Nancy Pelosi is pushing all this and making a mockery of yeah. science um, is because 70-30, you can win that. Yeah. 70 is the magic number. Yeah. But if you're 54-46... It's not going to work. It's too close. You're never going to get uh, these mandates to yeah. work. You're never going to tell a corporation you're going to have to shun or shame half of your customer base. Right. You're never going to get them to do that. 
60-40 is not even a number that works financially. Yeah. So this is all about business and finance. And at some point, you know, the issue is going to be the number. And what they're trying to do is get the corporate number up to 70%. So because they need corporate muscle. Right. So it's the corporations that are going to make the the fiduciary calculated deal, the right. fiduciary duty to their shareholders, the calculated deal. Right. And and as to whether or not, you know, and so that's why they're pushing it so hard. Uh, and and that's the that's the interesting dynamic about about that whole thing is just that. All right. Uh, before we head out, I want to read a couple of these tweets. The Bradford file says we are four months into the Biden president presidency and Democrats can't stop talking about Trump. Isn't that true? That's true. And Trump is running the party. I don't care what you say. He is in control. This whole Lee Stefanik, Liz Cheney thing and the Luntz the Dunce and the uh, McCarthy, um, Kevin McCarthy thing. These were all shots across the bow that let people know who's the boss, who's in charge. It doesn't even matter anymore. Trump is in charge and uh, everybody knows it. All right, so uh, Tim Swain writes, who planted the pipe bombs at the DNC and RNC headquarters on January 5th? So the one day before January 6th, there were these pipe bombs. Where did yeah. they come from, right? Who did that? Yeah. Well, if you're going to have an investigation, which is what they're trying to do, let's do it. Let's Okay, let's have that investigation, yeah. and let's find out who did the pipe bombs, and who fi- let's find out who shot Ashley Babbitt. Yeah. Right? Point blank range. She was unarmed. And then the Bradford file writes, Nancy Pelosi only wears her mask for the cameras. It's all a charade. And Tim Schwain was like, holy crap, Fauci is funding experiments. Get this. Fauci is funding experiments to put partially birth aborted babies, scalps, on lab rats. Uh, That's just so sick. So it's it's an article in Town Hall. It's entitled, New Center for Medical Progress Video Shows University's Grizzly Experiments. So... It's in Town Hall. You can go and get it. It's a picture of a baby fetus. The title of the article, New Center for Medical Progress Video Shows University's Grizzly Experiments. So there's a lot of weird stuff that Fauci is involved with. I think if we found out what a radical monster this man is, we would be we would be second-guessing why Pence hired him in the first mm-hmm. place. Right? Well, in any case, uh, that brings us to the end of the Scott Adams Show, and I want to thank everybody for tuning in. Be sure to check out magapack.org and buglecall.org for our nonprofit arm of Making America Great Again, supporting America First initiatives that make America great again. My name is Scott Adams. My name is Leonor Corvetta. And we'll see you next time on the radio. Be sure to go to scottadamsshow.com for the podcast. Right up to there now.